assholes. You are now fucking listening to the Two Clouded Mind Show with Chris. What would it take for Ryan to suck a dick? And Ryan. Oh, God, you just coughed all over me. With special guest appearances, unique games, and contests. Give us a goddamn call. 669-241-2420. Or stalk us like your girlfriends do. On Facebook and Instagram at the Two Clouded Mind Show. Let's get fucking clouded. It's the Two Clouded Mind Show. I've been smoking joints all week, like all week. So on my trip to uh, South Carolina for the move, I rolled, tried to keep it light, like four pre-rolls, but they were the king size, like big, big boys. And I would smoke half and then smoke later. You got to bump those numbers up. Those are rookie (laughs) numbers. You moved somebody from New Jersey. Yeah, I was only gone two days. That's my morning. Yeah. That's my not even. That's my six a.m. to ten. I brought what I could eat in case I got pulled over. That's without <laughs> vomiting. Nah, that's yeah. kind of smart. Yeah. Sticking it right in my <laughs> ass. Nope. <laughs> I'm not smoking it after it's been in my ass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a lot of pre-planning. Then I got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then I got. I got to re-roll it. Some you shit have weed. A bag with you. You got to remember to well, put it in there. You got to keep you them in something. Bag. Yeah. yeah. You, keep, you didn't just have. Four loose joints just rolling around the car. Yeah. A zippy, a zipper bag. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So you just do a twofold and it right up the crack. Nope, nope. Stop talking. Go to jail. Oh. They're not gonna say, <laughs> "Get out the car, boy." <laughs> no, they're not. The whole time it was a hot box. You gotta have the windows down a little bit. The AC on the fucking oh, so events on the on the on the, on the what's it called? The windshield one. So yeah. it sucks. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to be fair, you know what I think they should have? They should have those like. You know, people would hang those things, um, like um, like the car-scented things. Mm-hmm. They should just sell them that smell like weed, yeah. right? And you're like, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. It's not it's not me. You know, it's this thing. I love the smell of it. Yeah. It's like, here, officer, <laughs> smell it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, or you could just buy a couple of CBD joints from yeah. wherever and keep the tube it comes yeah. in. And then just like I did. I already do that. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. Tube tubes, but like, you know. My, my yeah. doctor prescribed me the CBD. I mean, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if I got pulled over. I mean, I guess if I was smoking, I, it's a different story. But if I got pulled over and they found weed in a different state, what the state laws are. Because I have my card. So mm-hmm. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. That was my question. I know. I mean, not that I have it, but like. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think it's illegal to transport it. Yeah. Over state, state lines because of the federal level. Dude, I must be really high right now. I'm seeing two of one person. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering <laughs> when that joke would come up. I was wondering when I that joke would come up. I think I feel. I answered the door. Seeing and I was just like, double. <laughs> I just kind of giggled at myself. I was like. Right. I mean, we're. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, we hear we hear it all day long at the distillery. You know, at, <laughs> anyone has a sip of alcohol and they're like, oh, "I'm that I'm, drunk already." I must be that drunk so already. You ever like pull pranks I, on each other? Uh, like, you know, see somebody that you that's yeah. giving you a problem, and then you say something <laughs> slick to them, and they go over to the brother. Yeah, right. I would do that. <laughs> I, I mean, we spent we spent our whole whole lives really like using the twin thing as much as we can we uh we we yeah yeah, yeah. we switch switch classes like on on the on the small scale to to be fair a lot of times the teachers themselves were the ones that were like trying to 
pull tricks on each other. Oh, really? So they would send us and be like, hey, 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 you, sh you and your brother should switch and like we'll laugh about it. That's awesome. Like, That's yeah. I mean, it's like oh, these elementary school teachers, middle school teachers, they, they, they're, they're people too. They want, they want yeah. to have fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. And then uh, in uh, as soon as we could work, we always shared a bank account. Which is kind of, I mean, it still works to this day. Like we like counterbalance each other. So like we we would share a bank account. We would work together at like serving jobs. Like Fridays is where we started off. And oh, wait, wait, the one in Hazlitt? No, 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 Piscataway, Piscataway. Okay, we're at, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we we started off at Fridays, and we mostly tried to work together because mm -hmm. we drove together and it made it easy. But anytime they scheduled one of us and not the other. What we would do is we were like that, that's not fair. that's not fair. We're both working towards the same uh, like account, and like it's not fair that one of us gets to work and the other one doesn't. <laughs> so we would switch halfway through the shift, not even tell anyone involved. No. Yeah, Are you yeah. We'd be like, yeah, you have that table, that table, that table. They need water. I'm I'm out, and then like just leave. Even <laughs> oh genius. I I mean, I luckily mean, it's, there was like always uniform, the uniforms, yeah. right? Okay. So like it made it easy, and then at wow. the end of the night we might be like, "Hey, did you notice that I switched with my brother?" And we'd be like, "Nope." <laughs> they, yeah, they don't care. Otherwise, like, we, we we got joint uh, employee of the month uh, one time no. because because they're like, we don't even know. We don't even. Ash, <laughs> like, Ash likes to be on the on the show sometimes. Yeah, she she tries to steal the show. Hey. Yeah. Hey, pup. I don't. I don't. I always her. I always said that like on the job like. If I could clone myself and just do like you know, kind of double the work or like half the half the work, really. Yeah. Would yeah. Be you want to do half the work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do half the yeah. work for sure. Or I I mean like also like it's just fun messing with people. Like we uh, when we were there together, you know, sometimes when we were there by ourselves, like one of us, we did that. Mm -hmm. When we were there together, we would do this whole thing where, you know, we find a table that seems kind of cool, and we're like. They they ask us like oh can you get us like some ketchup or something like that or like they'll they'll ask for something that's super simple yeah. you like walk away five minutes like come back to them talk to them you know like oh crap I forgot you walk the other way and the other one shows up from the other side with the stuff oh my god <laughs> they're like wait a second what the like, fuck yeah no exactly doors. yeah <laughs> that is crazy so, pick the conversation up where it left off you know? yeah. yeah right. Uh, anyway, guys, we want to introduce Max and Alex, our new friends from uh, the 3BR Distillery. Uh, they came to hang out with us, and, and they got funny stories. Look at them. They're fucking twins. Yeah. <laughs> I'm high as shit. This is fun. Yeah, you are. I told you when I answered the door, I just... <laughs> <laughs> so you you were recently on a cruise. Um, yeah, I still feel like I'm on the boat. My body's doing <laughs> did you Did you bring a little baggie to, to smoke on the boat? I brought my pen. When I didn't put it in my butt. Oh, was, that was my next yeah. question. No, <laughs> I, uh, I put it in my backpack, and then um, I had to go through a metal detector in Florida, and it was just in my pocket. It was the only thing in my pocket. Nice. Wait, it didn't. It didn't like get. Really. What would you have said if it did? Because that's pretty risky. Like it's I would be like, eh. Um. Well, you also have a medical. Card. I have a card, but like they said earlier, like who knows what the state to state is, and. Were you prepared I, to throw it out? Yeah. Okay. If I had to, yeah. If it was that or get arrested and have to deal with like... Or not go on your cruise. Yeah, exactly. Where Where was the cruise? To where? To or? the Bahamas. Okay. Yeah. So it left from where? Uh, New York. Oh. We were parked right next to the Intrepid. That was sick. Wow. Yeah, that was cool looking. That's neat. Yeah. 
So, um, have you ever seen those, like, videos of, like, the people that are, like, told to dump out their alcohol or something like that, and then they just chug it all? Yeah. Were, were you prepared to be, like... Yeah, one rip. No, your entire cartridge. I would die. I would die. No, but, I mean, I don't drink at all, and I ended up drinking, like, five or six full bottles of 1,800 silver tequila in... A five-day span. Do you have a hangover wow. in any one of those five days? Not once. You're an animal. Not once. <laughs> and, it's because you didn't mix. And I, yeah, and I was drinking from 7 a.m. till about 1, 2 a.m. every day. It was uh, all-inclusive? All yeah, okay. yeah. What were some of like the best parts of the trips? Did you do any excursions? Or? I'll tell you all later. Because it's not about me; it's about our new friends. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, speaking of alcohol, speaking of alcohol. No, I hear you. I mean, but I, yeah. Oh man, does that it makes you build? I built a little. We'll do another episode after this about that. Gotcha. And then you guys will have to tune in. About what? The cruise and vacation. We're doing two episodes now. We were supposed to anyway. So. Can't change plans. Change them again. Nope. Fighting for the belt. Sure, I got so many pairs of gloves. <laughs> Sweet. That's fine. <laughs> I have enough gloves for all of us to put a pair on. Amazing. Like, what kind of gloves? You're talking like... Just what? regular boxing gloves. Boxing gloves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, my, my brother and I were... Uh, uh, we we were... did golden gloves, and yeah. I had a pro boxing license. All oh, that's that stuff. awesome. Yeah. some yeah. point in my life. <laughs> I'm not, I'll never call myself a boxer. Uh, I train. I You know, I train, but... I uh I was in a musical chair fight. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, How does that work? So there was eight <laughs> chairs and ten guys. Okay. Music stops. You don't. Two guys don't get a chair. They have to Just fight. Duke it out. And yeah. then it goes down until it's the last two. Oh, that's cool. And then I was in the human pinata fight, where <laughs> there was a man dressed up as a pinata. Just floating there. No, no, no. 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 He was he was fighting. <laughs> he had two gloves on. But he was being protected by uh, Alan Joban, Eddie Jackson, and Jason Ellis. Oh and my there was, God! There was four of us against them. That was chaos. Yeah, I'm doing it two more times this summer and in October. I mean, it sounds like fun. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you like friends with Jason Ellis or? Yeah, that's awesome. not like. I mean, you can't call him on the phone or anything. Oh like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's not what I mean. But like, you're like. You've like met him, talked to him, like you yeah. see him every so often. That's that's, that's really cool. That's cool. We we used to listen to uh, his station a lot. Yeah, I'm making the hot sauce for his show now. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Butt uppercut. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's your What's your production capability here? You're uh, You're doing it here or? No, I do it at um my friend's restaurant. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, we uh, we worked with shout to Vic. We we worked with the guy who does White House Station hot sauce. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know that one. Yeah. They've uh they won like best New Jersey hot sauce like a couple of years. Uh like they're very very good. The guys like uh what's the name of it? White House Station. White House Station. Yeah. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> for the belt. For the belt. <laughs> hot sauce belt. We're gonna get it. Hot sauce off. Is that hot, hot sauce taste test? Yeah. <coughs> Taste test, poop test. Does it burn after? <laughs> no. Yours does not. His, his is, is pretty smooth. You can I sip it on yeah. the bottle. It. I think it's, that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of flavor is that? 
I do pineapple habanero. That's called the fruit is lava. Mm-hmm. And then butt uppercut is mango habanero. Mango habanero? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the White House station, I think their best one is uh, is white peach uh, habanero. That's, oh, I don't know. Right. We, we haven't had it in a while. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously yours is better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until you're on theirs. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, listen. They didn't invite us. So <laughs> click, click, Step your game up. Step your game up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but no, uh, thank you so much for having us on. How uh, how'd you guys like hear about us? I mean, it was me, <laughs> Maria. <laughs> I see, yeah. yeah. You got you guys need to come by too at some point. I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. 100%. I honestly, when I'm not on vacation, I don't ever drink. I just yeah, don't yeah. ever. I just smoke. But I'll definitely come and hang out. Well, there is mocktails. Also. There are mocktails. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm in. I mean, Mocktails. you had me I'm at Shirley all Temple. about that. <laughs> <laughs> They're a little bit better than a Shirley Temple. Yeah. <laughs> We're working all the time, and there's always, like, free booze, completely accessible to anybody. It's, like, pretty easy to become an alcoholic. Um, but this guy is just like, yeah, Shirley Temple's and Coke or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All day. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, like, towards the end of the night, I got 45 minutes left. I'll go for that, like, coffee or espresso. Mm-hmm. A little pep in my step. But I like to be the guy, you know, look at me. Walk yeah. up to the bar. There's a bunch of people on the bar. The bartender comes up, and I'm like, Shirley Temple. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Shirley Temple. <laughs> no one's going to question it coming from a guy like you. Do you remember like, your first Shirley Temple? I do. <laughs> My first one? Yeah. Wow, I was, I was a young lad. A young Same. lad. I probably had my first Shirley Temple around the same time I had my first Slim Jim. It was at the Elks Club. I do not remember my first Slim Jim. Elks Club. I I think I remember my... Oh, not the Elks. Knights of Columbus. Even better. Yeah, Yeah, like the vending machine. They had little billiards and some dollar beers. I love Slim Jims. Yeah, me too. I could eat like a a pound of Slim Jims. Me too. Test me. Okay, I'll challenge you to a Slim Jim eat off. I mean, Slim Jims or like jerky. Jerky. Yeah, we we did a jerky taste test on the show, and that was yeah. pretty good. I got my salt intake for the day. Nice. Um, and it was cool because we tried to keep it like more like original based. We did throw one teriyaki in there because why? Mm. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Why not? You have to. It's Dude, uh, delicious. And the best jerky I've had was venison, and you can't Same. really find that here. Just Same. You do. do. Uh, we're, we're talking after this. <laughs> um, not a fan of venison. I, really? <laughs> you, you did. I, this year we're doing the redneck cook, like cookout, and we had this idea probably two years ago yeah, where we were going to fill the uh, back of my pickup truck with like liners and fill it with water mm-hmm. and kind of make like a pool in the back of my pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And then we were going to have a grill, and I was going to cook venison, um, duck burgers, and, like, other, like, wild game. And that's it was going to be neat. And we were going to have mullet wigs. Oh, I mean, mullet wigs. Why a wig? Grow it out now. Yeah, grow it out. You I'm have, trying. You have, you have time. <laughs> Come on, Hold these locks. Oh, my gosh. Your hair did get long. <laughs> it's, it's crazy long. That's awesome. Get, like, row game, but, like, just for the back of your head. Yeah. Oh, I've got that. I'm, there's a spot where I was going bald, a time where I was going bald. For sure. I wish I had photos, but like, you know, self-conscious me completely got rid of all the evidence from my future self. 
I have like a spot like yay big on my on my head. Plus multiple. Call me out, dude. There's, I mean, there's no proof, but whatever, bro. Yeah, right. I'll go to my dermatologist. I forgot, <laughs> I, forgot I had buttons. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, stress, lack of sunlight, you know, night jobs, that whole lifestyle. So what? Being what? A What's that? Being a vampire. Basically, <laughs> I would like leave at seven and like get home at like four in the morning, and I lived on like Seven Eleven and like the bombest Jamaican places. Do you, do you think vampires are stressed on a, um, on a regular? Yeah. yeah. They're looking for their next, like, kill. You have but a certain amount of time before the sun comes up and that's fuck easy, you up. Though. I feel like vampires, it's, it's true. People it, are not if you have dumb. morals and you're not just trying to kill people. Like, if you're just trying to kill people all day, I'm... Did you just give vampires morals? <laughs> yeah. You There's a strategy. You want to stay alive. You don't want people, like, you know, what is it, stabbing you with wood? How do you die as a vampire? The stake <laughs> to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. Or sunlight. Yeah. Splinters. 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 <laughs> oh, God. Can you imagine just walking through a house and you stub a big pinky toe on a piece of furniture, get oh, a little no. splinter, and you just... <laughs> I got one for you. You can't, like, kill people all from, like, this neighborhood. Like, people are going to start to realize. Yeah, I mean... You'd be a little stressed. You have to, like, pace it out. How about this? If you're a vampire, you can move pretty quickly. I don't think you have any idea how fast I really am. I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> says what? Says every. Says every. Yeah, I was like, is there, is, is there more? <laughs> yeah, well, what are you? There, there's a lot more, but my fucking wheel just went. What else can you do? <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, no, they can't turn. I mean, maybe you could turn. Into I would just get fancy with it and like hire a staff to like donate vampire. blood, like yeah, in yeah, cycles. Yeah. And then I would just be like Bruce Wayne, ba- like go. like she, vampire. She backs it. They, we can fly if you're vampires. Goes, I'd much rather. Vampires could fly. I'd rather. You know what? Do you turn into a bat or do you just like Superman it? I think oh, you, you Superman it. Oh, I, I'm Lost Boys. You turn into a fucking. I mean, he's just, just flying because like, oh shit, with his little bat balls swinging in the wind, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, the ball. The ball. No, Chris the would have massive, massive. Just a yeah, human sack on a bat. <laughs> Just a flying cock at that point. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I think I think I think I'd much rather be a werewolf. I think that's a more mellow mellow lifestyle. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would do that. I would just walk around my neighborhood and get pets. <laughs> <laughs> It'll pet me. It'll bite you. I mean, it's a more. It's a vampire can blend in. Yeah. So I'm human. I'm human for three weeks. Three. Whatever. Yeah, he's weeks, got a nine to weeks. five at the local zoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm good for a few weeks of the month. Yeah, but it looks so painful when you transform. Nah, I think it looks pretty cool. Chris had mellow. two back surgeries. He could handle a werewolf. Yeah, I'm good. Right. That's mellow. You are a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I'll find out on the next episode. Yeah. Why do you think I stay home all the time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what? You See what happened? I told you before. I'm like squirrel, squirrel. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we go off the rails real quick. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what, like, are we? Are this, we? Gonna, this is this is fun. This I, is I like this. Like, we don't like, need to talk no, about it. <laughs> we sometimes we just hang out, and it's a it's a good vibe. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Now you guys are cool. Um, I'm actually yeah, I'm curious to hear about you guys too, like uh, like your stories. Yeah, but but, uh, but if you guys, I want, guess we'll start. We'll yeah. start with uh, with us. 
So, um, so we are um, the owners of uh, of Three Beer Distillery. Um, we are a really interesting uh, '80s Soviet themed distillery, okay. uh, right? Uh, right in Keyport, New Jersey. So, uh, right now is a really interesting time period for us uh, with e- with everything yeah, well, happening. Yeah, what was like the decision uh, let's, let's, for like the distillery? Like, what was the deciding factor? Did you both just like go to bed one night and have a dream and be like, "Dude, I had this crazy dream," and then you realize you had the same dream? Yeah. So, so okay. So let's kind of. We'll take a, a long step back and we'll talk about ginger beer. Well, no, no, okay, okay. We're not going to go that far back. But <laughs> you know, we can start. I really for a like second. ginger we, beer. We start, we start for a second beer. at ginger beer. So, love ginger beer. we <laughs> love ginger beer. This was eight years ago. This is before the heyday of ginger beer. You had to like special order it online, you couldn't find it. And uh, we, we had bought like everything you could on Amazon at this point. And we were like, you know what? We're, we're, you know, we're freshly 21. I wonder if we can make our own alcoholic ginger beer, right? Like alcohol is on our mind. Mm-hmm. So we found like a wiki how art, uh, article, like how to make ginger beer. It's it, the most bullshit article I've ever bullshit seen. Bullshit article. Life. First of all, we didn't buy everything it said because we're like, we could probably substitute this. You could substitute this. Everything wrong. We did everything wrong. And it was. Uh, Who's <laughs> to blame? Uh, you know, I'll blame Alex. Was, uh, <laughs> but no, no. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it just did not turn out well. And to the point where we were like, we're not going to drink this. This is this might actually be poison. Um, and then uh, at some point, like, we were working in uh, a couple uh, – we were working in really, like, high-end restaurant. Well, high-end high end restaurant. Oh, we, high, it's high what we considered restaurant. as high-end at that point, uh, which was, like, McCormick and Schmick's, which I don't know if you guys know. know that. Yeah, it's, like that. A, it's like a middle-tier steak and seafood place. Okay. That's nice. Um, they they have them all around the country, yeah. um, but the one that we worked at was uh, Bridgewater. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and it's not like a cheap. It's like fifty fifty yeah. plus ste- uh, dollar steak, so it's like oh, yeah. Yeah. more yeah, yeah. more expensive <laughs> than like the average restaurant. Yeah. But then like at that point, we were like, oh my god, this, this is, is like, like the epitome of fancy. Yeah. And then we uh we, we worked in a couple other places after that that we were like, yeah, that that's not that fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, um, but yeah, so we were working there and I saw some ginger liqueur like on the shelf and I was like, oh yeah, we can distill some of our, uh, ginger, uh, our ginger beer Be- crap that we made and we can, we like can, we could salvage it. Right. Instead of being like, oh, it's like sunk cost. We wasted this like 40, $50 making this crap. Let's Instead, pour it let's... down the drain. Let's spend another hundred dollars and buy a little distilling apparatus <laughs> and see if we can make something out of it. Um, we bought it absolutely did not know what we were doing and we also made a really crappy product when we distilled it and you know that all shows like we're we're very meticulous people just in general uh we um we've had a lot of success in life and like different things because we get very obsessive very obsessive about things like we've played in carnegie hall on the piano we've nice uh we had pro boxing license i was nationally ranked in tennis at some point like like we pick different things like alex is really good at hockey uh his team won i, I don't remember do you ever like do the switch off in like a hockey game <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> just like one time like, you just oh, no. play we, really well and then and all then of a sudden really you're like bad. a giraffe and, like <laughs> and, then, and then i just like come out tripping because like, i don't piano. yeah <laughs> Well, uh, actually, at Carnegie Hall, we played a duet, so it was the two of us playing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, that's so awesome. Yeah. yeah, but but that that's like so long ago. Like it was one of those things. Like we we love the piano, and like I want to get back into it. But like when we were younger, 
and, and like things get like this like when you, you get like overwhelmed uh, like you get burnt out on something like, yeah. to a point where for a while we we're just like we didn't even want to touch the piano and at this point i do want to touch it and i don't have the time <laughs> so you know i i would love to put a like a little piano in the in in the, the distill yeah. yeah and then we'll like that'd be great book piano acts oh yeah i do yeah. love that you guys have live music yeah yeah and it's like all, all over the place like a bunch of different stuff but yeah and it's, where are you located uh keyport keyport, keyport new jersey so not too far yeah, I'll definitely have to come check it out sometime. Yeah, yeah. so so to kind of get back to it, so that was our introduction to distiller, uh, distilling, and like we after that first failure, we first eventually few failures. first <laughs> few failures, we we got back into it and we started doing it a lot more, and uh, and like years into it, we found out like as we were distilling in the basement, like like probably all night because mm-hmm. we had like a big production that we had to do. Yeah, so so not not because we were selling or anything. Don't make it sound. Like uh, yeah, no, that's that sounds, <laughs> that sounds, really sounds shady. As well. A couple yeah. of moonshine. No, no, no. So so we we would always be making it for ourselves, and it's one of those things that's like you know questionable legality, really, because um, they don't care as long as you don't you're not selling it, mm-hmm. or and that you're not advertising that you're doing it. You know, that's the only that's really the only thing. There's some states where they'll like come after you really hard, but like. Mm-hmm. It's not really the case here. I actually, there's like a bunch of like cops that distill and everything. Like mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. like it's not really that. And serious. there's like distilling forums and YouTube channels where people are doing it. Like it's it's pretty like it's it's pretty legal for something that's illegal. Yeah. yeah. So um so we were distilling because our uh, when we were working at like the super fancy country club. Like the, the place that brings out like the free like intermezzo like ice cream between oh, courses wow. you know like, kind of place, like yeah. we, we were working at that kind of place and the bartender there was one of the best in in the state he actually won like the iron shaker which is like the competition mm-hmm. that's like mm-hmm. proves that you're the best bartender in the state and uh flair well, he, was he no, a flair no, so guy well, more he, did, the... he did that too but that yeah. was unrelated this is more so like um cocktail like flavors coming up with and cocktails and oh and very nice like, yeah. Um, so we were um, we were at this place. We told him that we were making brandy, unaged brandy. He's like, "Oh, bring some in." We brought some in. He loved the taste of it. He was like, "Oh, so, br- so did the owner of and the yeah, and, and the owner of the country club too." And they were like, uh, "The the bartender was like, hey, if you bring in enough of it, if you bring in like five gallons, I don't, I don't remember I, how I, many. I think it was like, a two and a half gallon barrel or something. Yeah, they were like, if you bring in two and a half gallons, we'll stick in the barrel and we'll let it age and then we'll serve it at the bar like just to like the few people that want to try it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and we did, but this two and a half gallon production it run. It sounds really, really small, but like it's it's like so like it's such diminishing volumes of everything. So like um just like a a basic rule of thumb like whenever i'm doing like the calculations for like something it's like you essentially have like uh you get like a tenth of your starting volume mm-hmm. so so, like, so for us wow. to get two and a half gallons wow. that's like 20 the, gallons of starting material of wine that we turn into this brandy right and like all of the production that that takes right and what's the process of that like how long uh it it Hours, hours and hours, depending on the size of your equipment, the amount of heat that you're putting through it. At this point, we we're still so small scale. Like, like I mean, we a hundred, we stayed hobby size the whole time, but like, we we got bigger and bigger and bigger as we went. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, we were still on like the. 
I think at this point, like a five gallon still. Yeah. And so so we had to essentially so in the the process of distillation, um, you typically distill twice. Um, like you do two distillations, and that's for efficiency. So um, if we're starting with 20, 25 gallons, we essentially need to run that four times, and then we would take what we got from all of that and then redistill it a second time. So, oh. so, so that a was a lot, lot of run, and, <laughs> and we and, and we had to keep doing this. And so usually we kept our distilling like pretty like quiet. during the day quiet. But this time we wanted to get it done, so we started doing. We were doing it through the night. Our mom comes home, sees us doing this, and she's like, instead of being like. Stop it, guys. That's dangerous. She goes, oh, your grandfather used to do this. And she starts telling us about, like, oh, your your grandfather distilled during the Soviet Prohibition. She tells us about the Soviet Prohibition. Tells us, you know, he actually made alcohol out of peas. And we're like, what the, wow. hell? What the hell? Yeah. So, so It's like a family interest. It, it, apparently. I, apparently yeah, right? yeah, it it awesome. runs, runs in, the, in the blood, right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so we, we got his recipe with the peas. So at this point, we finished making this brandy, um, gave it to him, sat in a barrel. I, it was actually ended up turning out really well, like so well that, like, I mean, so good that he ended up giving – uh, like that bartender, he let a lot of people try it, including mm-hmm. like this fancy cognac guy who's like, my family's been making cognac for 600 years. <laughs> and, uh, and and we were like, please don't give it to that guy. He's going to shit on us. Like, yeah. and, and the guy was like, oh, actually, this isn't bad. And that was like the first like little micro thought. We were like, oh, maybe we can, maybe do, we this can do this at yeah. some point. Yeah. And then and then we got our grandfather's recipe out of peas, you know, and we're, we started <laughs> making making his stuff. And, and people people loved it, and we were like, okay, cool, cool. Maybe in our fifties or sixties, we'll uh, like when like, we retire. Have yeah, money. like we'll continue to work on recipes and like building up connections. And when we don't have a ton of student debt, maybe we'll come back to it, right? Um, but it, I mean, we ended up we ended up kind of rolling with a lot of punches that led us to opening a lot earlier yeah i had like a bad really bad injury right when i was uh graduating my master's um and my master's wasn't in chemistry or anything i'm the distiller but like my background's not in that i'm just like like we said we're very meticulous people mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. our whole like t- like eight years that we were doing this like i was constantly like reading books like on forums and everything so like i knew like a lot more than like a lot of the people in the industry mm-hmm. just purely on the fact that I had time and just interest. Yeah. Um, and so it helps when you're interested. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, I had a bad injury. just like a, pretty much everything that could go wrong. Like it was a hockey injury. And then, uh, just like essentially two years in and out of hospitals with like an infection. I had a pick line twice. Like it was like Oof. awful. Um, but those two years, I mean, we uh so I I took the first job I had out of school too. I just finished mm-hmm. my master's in finance, and I was planning to go like the Wall Street route and be one of those bros over <laughs> there, and uh, but like the bros that have money. So that was that was the goal, like build yeah, up, yeah. build up yeah. the money and uh, and work <laughs> on the dreams later. So, um, and Alex just finished his master's in forensic psychology, as has happened. That's awesome. So. Was it, super cool topic and uh he had a ta lined up like he was going to ta that summer i was going to do my phd um i couldn't do any of that yeah because of the injury so so i took the first job i had out of college like that got presented me after college because i just went to like a random job fair and like someone's like hey it's like 
It's like, you want a job? Have a job, right? And I was, like, super overqualified for it. Yeah. Like, everyone that was there was, like, straight out of college. I had just finished, like, two master's degrees and, like... In finance was, and international. Yeah, business, and I was, like, like, I was, like, I, I'm, i like, not just, like, super overqualified, but, like, I... It was probably a little boring. It was really boring. Yeah. So, um, so I wasn't happy. He wasn't happy. And... And so instead of feeling sorry for ourselves and like being like, oh, it sucks, it happens to people, we've always been in the mindset of here's a problem, like what's the solution, mm-hmm. or like work on something, yeah. like try like, to. What can we improve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we started just working on the business plan for the thing because we were like, you know, it might not go to anything, but it's a way of like keeping our brains yeah. busy and mm-hmm. seeing maybe it'll maybe it'll go somewhere. So. And, you know, a couple of, like, we, we recruited three of our friends from uh, from high school slash, slash college, and uh, we decided to, uh, to, like, go ahead with this. And things just lined up, and, you know, Keyport was awesome. It, they, they actually found the spot for us. Like, that was one of the other big problems. Like, we're young guys. Like, you know, uh, a lot of people don't take... Every, everyone we took, uh, like, we talked to about this, yeah. no one took us seriously. They were like, really? oh, like, oh, cool, guys. What other businesses have you done? Like, yeah. We were like, nope, that's our first one. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, mm-hmm. like, we weren't, like, independently wealthy. So, like, we weren't bringing in, like, you know, our bagfuls of money yeah. and being like, yeah. this, it's like, this is my qualification, you know? Yeah, no. So, it was literally just a pitch, and that's it, right? And, and I, I mean, it was years of, like... Of, of a business plan business plan financials like i took all of the knowledge i had from business school and like poured it into yeah. poured it into this type of thing and and i mean and, and i mean up, that's good to have if you're gonna yeah. own a business too i i really need to get into that i would like to know more about like numbers and like finances and just different workflows really you know yeah. you need to know softwares and all these programs there's a lot of things that people don't really like think about no, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, between me, we then uh, recruited three of our friends. So he was a head distiller. I'm the finance guy. Together we're the co-CEOs, but, like, you know, like, we have our special specializations, and then we but, have... But you need other people. You like, need other people. Like, so we recruited our, our friend who was um, actually marketing. Uh, so she's our head of marketing. She was head of marketing for the largest porn company in the United what? States. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's that's Yulia. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and so actually it's it's really the funny part about this company. So I worked there for a short second while while finishing up my masters because uh, cuz she got like him yeah. the job as the You just lit Chris up. Off office assistant. I'm like Yeah, so 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 no, here's the funny part. You guys do you guys um so the original, Watch porn, yes. No. <laughs> the, the, ori- the original location for 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 this company because so um just like you know transparency this company wasn't like filming porn right there's really no money in they're, that they're the shell company that has all of the back end infrastructure for for camming, for camming. like mm-hmm. before OnlyFans was really a thing you needed yeah. all of those and so they would help like set up like sites and everything like that that's like and, and, they, and they owned a few sites and stuff like that but like they really weren't they just had like a really large server room and like yeah, the capabilities to do yes, that and, yeah. and, and most of the stuff was actually outsourced yeah. uh, mm-hmm. to um to like other other countries so they had a really small small team here mm-hmm. and so like i was just helping out as like an office assistant and like uh yulia's marketing but uh the funny part is originally they were in marlboro mm-hmm. um and then 
they moved to Bellworks, and they're currently in Bellworks. They're in Bellworks? And no yeah. one knows what they do. No. And wow. Bellworks is yeah, so funny. heavily so curated. Like, yeah. Everyone in there, it needs to be a certain type of business. I know. You know? And they got in, and they're just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're back-end financing, a uh, financial company. Um, no. <laughs> and, and so they're in Bellworks, I, I think, to this day, as far as I know. It's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, and this is like right when Bellworks was really just started. So like I think now they would have maybe put in more more like research into who they were. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, so, so it's like that's that's my little funny fact is like somewhere and I'm not gonna say what the name of this company is and where yeah. in Bellworks they are, but somewhere in Bellworks there's a porn company. <laughs> friends that work in that building and now i'm like hmm, i don't exactly know what they do it's like all black ops yeah. like half the like from floor one to floor 12 is like all brick probably <laughs> super cia but um that's wild yeah but um what were we saying uh so i mean we so she's our marketing person um and she's she's amazing like she does all of our social media. She actually helped us design the. Uh, she was the one that, like, literally drew out how that place looked like. We have like. It is so cool. Like I feel like Thank I'm you. in not in Keyport. No, I'm in no. Brooklyn or I, that's what that's like, what we hear. That's kind of yeah. what we were going for. We're going for that cool, yeah, hipstery like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, there's graffiti all over the place. Yeah, like and you guys like haven't seen the place. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. check it out. I'm hipster. You see how high my pants are? Right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was the first thing the I noticed. Capris. The first thing I noticed, I was like, hipster. Yeah, man. <laughs> I just put my socks up. I'm the, the opposite, hat. like, uh, literally. I'll I mean, together you guys make a full, uh, yeah, full, full pant, pant leg. leg. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We are Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We're, assen- we're essentially twins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a star nerd, I'm not. Yeah, no. Well, well, the place is is really really cool. I hope you guys will come and check it out. But um, so she she did that. She does all of our marketing. She's like amazing, and like we we wouldn't have been anywhere without her. And then like every single one of our our team members is like is like that, right? For their own thing. Like we have a we have a our operations guy. He is our efficiency engineer. Like, like that's literally his job at his other job. He goes through with like a clipboard, figures out like what process timer and clipboard literally wow. measures processes and makes them faster, eliminates more waste efficient and everything yeah. like that. That's awesome. And you need that though. Yeah, and yeah. and like so like there are bar like there are bar tenders and bars that like come and see the way we do things at our like place. How you like operate. Yeah. And and and, and, the, and they're like, holy crap! Like oh, like that's cool. I, we, you we should offer that. services to like eventually, go into other people's establishments. Eventually, we will. We need. I mean, we kind of need a, a bit of years of uh, of a track record. Don't give away all like, your secrets yet. You guys yeah. should have a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll film it. Seriously. Yes. Yeah. John, John Taffer jumps out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, you got your production team right here. We're good. <clears throat> Sorry, what was that? Do you offer private tours mm. We we do so so not maybe not necessarily private tour like we do tours on Sundays where I'll show like the whole production process I talk about exactly everything we do, um but a lot of that stuff is is still being optimized and everything and that's like his like role he literally is like nothing's ever done like we're constantly like it's like it's crazy like, we spend a lot of money for it, but, but it's, it's worth, worth it, it. Yeah. like it's hundred percent worth it like yeah, there's there's always costs of like 
uh, let's try to do this. It doesn't work out. It's kind of. Yeah, wasted labor. Yeah, yeah. It's wasted labor and, you know, materials. But, like, you know, we tried. You and learned. Like, you yeah. learned and you figure it out, right? But, like, eventually we'll get to that point where. Well, it's better than continuing to do those things yeah. without, you know, thinking yeah. about, like, how could we make this better? Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. exactly. If you don't try, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, and then our last team member, uh, he's actually a PhD plant geneticist. Um, yeah, yeah, so. You guys are like our, our yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really feel <laughs> stupid and lazy. Like I really do. I feel dumb and He's lazy. He's got sunburnt shoulders. He just he did nothing for a whole week. Yeah. Oh my god. No, no. So, impressive. So, so, so he uh so uh that's Rob. He he's actually uh um our our head and mixologist. Uh Russia had two prohibitions. I just going to mention that because before I say there was a prohibition in Russia in the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. Like most people are like, oh, they had one that late. There was actually two. The first one was the world's first prohibition. It was in the 1910s. Everyone, everyone else actually copied them after that. Okay. Which I don't know why, because that prohibition led to the revolution. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of historians cite it as the major reason why the revolution even happened. I mean, you're, you have like feudal, you know, essentially a feudal, like a, a tsar and then like peasants, sorry. And then you take away alcohol, like... The, yeah. one the one thing that makes them happy, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, it's, that was that was that, that was the was, first one. That was a bad bad decision, and the second one was in the eighties. Gorbachev realized there was a huge drinking problem, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Okay, well, we're in a we're in an interesting position where we can we control all the production of everything, and we see when things are made, we see everything because the government is the one that did everything." Mm -hmm. So they were like, okay, well, let's learn from our last mistake. Don't do a full prohibition where we take away everyone's alcohol. Do a rationing, like a soft prohibition, where they were like, let's make only this amount of vodka and then ration it out. Give every man, woman, and child essentially tokens. Yeah. Tokens in order to get your vodka. Have more kids, drink more vodka, you know? Like, <laughs> essentially, essentially, that's what it came down to. But they would... Um, so so that's kind of how it started people started moonshining i mean there's there's no way like if, if people were used to drinking a certain amount they weren't gonna start doing it yeah they weren't well, gonna medical reasons too over, right? you get shakes yeah. and yeah, like yeah. no it's and exactly. that, was, uh, that was actually part of my background too uh, um uh, uh this is slightly unrelated um i so with the friendly psychology background too uh, i eventually um like while we were opening this place i needed uh, i needed too. So I used that background, and um, one of the things I specifically wanted to work with was addiction. Mm -hmm. um, so I worked at Princeton House actually for um, for like over a year um, in the admission department, doing like intake and everything, uh, doing assessments and everything for oh, wow. for for um, alcohol and. Uh, so you you guys have like a wide knowledge on the whole thing. Yeah, right? I, I yeah. mean, and that's one one of the, the the things that from the beginning we were like, you know, we're we're making alcohol. That's like. You know, putting like evil into the world, uh, like and in there's some so it's like being the so camera guy in a porno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if if the, the porno movie. like was yeah. like if the porno was like the ring and it killed you afterwards, <laughs> yeah, then it'd be yeah. Similar to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but no, I mean, we wanted to want to stay not not clean of the situation because you know, like like we're we we're we're not providing this evil. Like what we see it as is. 
the the positive of the social aspect the mm -hmm. small the small time drinking not the consume responsibly yeah, yeah exactly and and so like one of the big things i i mean i wanted to know like resources i wanted to know anything like because it's it's so easy like if you're there every day it's easy to notice like people coming in getting like and and that's too like you don't want people to get like shit face at your place like yeah, in general but like kind of place, no yeah no exactly but, luckily but, that's that's how we kind of set up the place too mm -hmm. like See, those are i don't think you guys give out tokens to people that come in <laughs> <laughs> that'd actually be pretty funny yeah. Those, yeah those are the kind of places i'd rather hang out where people aren't getting retarded <clears throat> yeah. yeah 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 excuse me i'm sorry yeah it's just you know no no that 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 was our goal our goal is very like loungy like more yeah there's no like like our like our even like our bar itself like most bars have like people standing mm -hmm. like it's not really even that kind of place it's everyone's sitting like, yeah. like speakeasy style like yeah small living rooms almost set up and stuff like, yeah, like in the, in oh, the okay. and you guys have live music yeah, yeah. Thursday, what type Thursday, of Friday, acts saturday mm -hmm. are they usually like trios or like a jazz theme or like something like something that you guys do so, so every thursday yeah. we have like world famous uh russian musicians that are actually really cool they uh they have they, uh, they play uh, this one instrument uh, called a balalaika. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, it's, it's a three-string like triangle-shaped guitar. Dope. Um, and and two of the strings are exactly the same too. So you think it's limited, but mm -hmm. she's but like the woman, she's like she's literally a leading expert in the she's world. Listed on, this on Wikipedia mm -hmm. as one of the experts on like there's three people listed as notable players, and she's one of them. Wow. And yeah. and they live in like the neighboring town, and they. Oh, they travel the world and like perform <laughs> everywhere. But uh, they apparently they do nothing on Thursdays, and they're like, "We'll come, we'll play for like pennies with you guys." Yeah, just and just for drinks and like tips or whatever. Oh, that's like so much fun. That's awesome. And it's it's great. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, yeah no, 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 they're they're awesome. Now, we, I gotta yeah. ask you, and you could just tell me to to go yeah. screw. Yeah. Have you been affected at all by what's going on and all the nonsense and what's up? So so that was one of the one of the things. So um, uh, the first day that that like really all started happening was was third like was a thursday like because it was it like was a the wednesday 24th, night I and think. then it was it was thursday mm -hmm. um and so the like, day before a birthday oh, <laughs> no. oh man yeah yeah um and i mean just like to clear everything up like we, we have family from both sides like grandma grew up in in ukraine like she felt like in and, and our, and our yeah. aunt like in the like ukraine um Harkov is like the second largest like like city in ukraine mm -hmm. and it's like leveled right now like so oh. it's like it's, it'd it's, be like la being leveled yeah. to the ground yeah but. so it's like it, it it's crazy and like and then uh like that's our mom's side of the family our dad's side's from from like russia and moscow mm -hmm. we were born in moscow okay so like a lot of times we've identified more as like russian but like right now like there's there's really like no good of like the Russian like of of the the Russian invasion and like we're we were like from the beginning like we put out statements we're, we're just like horrified we're horrified we're yeah. not for this we want peace and all of that and that was that was a big part of like we from the beginning we we made it very very clear that we don't side with it and um and people have been supportive like that Thursday yeah, when it happened yeah. was our busiest Thursday ever because everyone oh, came awesome. out in support they were like. They were making sure we were okay, which I'm so grateful for. Like, and, that's awesome. And like, you know that, that I I'd like to think that some of it probably came from all of the horrific stuff that happened during uh, when 
when COVID-19 like first happened mm-hmm. with the Asian Americans, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and like uh, the huge backlash over that. I'm sure people have it's still going hopefully on come to, yeah. you know, their senses about it. Like, like we're not separation. T- we're not tied. Our family fled from Russia as refugees, as refugees, well, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, so, so like we came over like, like uh, completely untied to the, to Russia. Yeah. I mean, so, so to tie us with it is is like not right. It's unfair it's in unfa- a way. It's unfair. Um, I mean, right now people are trying to find little ways that they can like try to you know so, like show their support for Ukraine. So it's understandable some people would be looking for some way to do it, and they're they're like targeting you know like Russian like, yeah vodka I mean, and other yeah, stuff. I don't, of, I don't know if you guys you guys saw the people's. Killing us, like, yeah, yeah. like pouring out yeah. vodkas and stuff like that, and like the majority of it was made in the states. Yeah, yeah. either exactly. the states or in like Latvia, which is like also not Russia. So like, who are they? Who are they? Re- like really like hurting, uh, hurting. Yeah. So just uneducated people <laughs> like, yeah. well, that don't know. Yeah, nobody. You know, they're not. We we have so much family. Uh, like we have a lot of family more so in Russia than than Ukraine, mm-hmm. and. And, and obviously, everyone has that crazy uncle that's just like, and you're like, calm, calm down, down, settle down. <laughs> but like, almost like ninety nine percent of them are just like horrified. They want to go out on the streets and protest, and yeah. and I, you know, that's actually, that's horrible. I don't know if you heard anything about that. Like, it, the people that are protesting in Russia, the people that are protesting in Russia right now are mm-hmm. getting like, um beaten almost to death and like put in prison there's like yeah, at huh. least like three i think three thousand people a day that are being like just by the, by the own jail government yeah everyone is okay for now everyone's being kind of smart about it a lot of them do want to go out and protest but they're yeah. also but at the same time like then you look at like ukraine too like our my grandma's been trying to reach like like her her family her friends over then she hasn't been able to because like She's yeah. like from Kharkov, which is like that that the city essentially is just like gone right now. Like there's a lot of unknowing going on. Yeah. yeah. So so it's like I mean, it's really is a tricky situation, and I I mean, last thing we want to is just like we're a new business. Yeah. You know, we don't we also don't want to like essentially get canceled over something that we have no Nothing part of at all. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, luckily every everyone's been good, and and we've been looking at the situation more of. Like yes, we're helpless. Like that's happening over there. We can do nothing same, about same, it. Same yeah. as my leg, but like, what can we do? What can we do? So this past Saturday, we raised money. Uh, uh, we we took um, ten ten percent of what we originally announced as ten percent of net profit that we were gonna donate. Mm-hmm. But we, we ended up like. But everyone just came out and support yeah. so much that we were like, forget it. We're gonna give ten percent of sales and more, and we ended up. Raising like a thousand dollars to Resume to to, to donate there, yeah. so and, and then we're still like honestly, this is like an open open thing for anyone. We're we're looking to collect certain items too because we're sending them over. Um, we're working with a couple organizations that are like sending like warm clothes and like medical supplies, blankets, and everything all that stuff. For, okay. Like over for so like if you guys civilians. know anyone, we're we're yeah, yeah. we're collecting the over word. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, definitely. We're all about that. For yeah. Sure. We also, at the end of the show, we'll get all that information and put it in the description this yeah. way, you know, as people yeah, watch yeah. and read, they'll, you know, yeah. hopefully support. 
Yeah, and I you heard a guy support. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. <laughs> oh no, 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 like, no, no. We uh, we know we. So we we were doing a, a news article for NewJersey.com. Okay, completely uh, unrelated. Like a month this. ago, right? New like, Jersey has its own website. I didn't know. So we, we, so we were doing this article about like you know our history, all that stuff, and he was taking forever to write it. I mean, being not, very, not diligent, yeah, diligent, very diligent, diligent, <laughs> diligent. Uh, so it was. Um, I mean, like obviously, I'm very grateful for it. Um, like and, honestly, like. <laughs> it's really really funny um when you when you see like someone who like is like a really really serious about photography because they'll literally be doing those like poses oh, where they're like standing yeah. on a chair and like you know camera like, through the through their legs yeah, behind so, like just yeah. like <laughs> no and, and it's like no he he's, he was like literally like took a million photos like interviewed like all like a bunch of people and like he, he, guests, made, yeah. he made an amazing like uh article and then all of this happened and we were like at the same time we were like um oh no yeah like it's is it really is it fair good. to to yeah. do this so we we had him actually um make a huge amendment in it before before it published about ukraine a statement and then also um added the part about the um, the donations and all mm -hmm. that stuff so mm -hmm. so actually a lot of people coming in um well, on like Saturday, I, I read that i read the article yeah and so so it was it was pretty and, massive and between that and um all of a sudden everyone just came out of the woodworks trying to get opinions i mean it's i understand it like we're a local mammoth or you know new jersey business yeah. that has a soviet flag on their walls i mean first of all the soviet flag um i do want to say something about that <laughs> for a second so the soviet flag was actually from the 80s that we we put up like in our place we have a big soviet flag okay um from the 80s it was off of a ship it and, was and, yeah it was given to us it was a gift from a guy who helped move our all of our equipment like and an american guy here who who uh traded his john deere hat for the flag off the ship what? so like so there's yeah. history yeah, to this flag yeah. yeah yeah so like so literally like the ship captain was like oh i like your john deere hat oh how much for the hat and he's like not for sale and he's like what 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 can i give you for the hat and he like points at the flag on the ship, and and the, and this transaction happened. Wow! And this guy wow. had this flag in his closet for thirty years, and like what? as he's moving his uh, all of our equipment in, like, you know, helping his son do ass, it, like you know, like ten thousand pound like equipment into our place. He's like, you know what? This is really really cool. Like, like your your whole concept. Like, I have something that's perfect for you. He just comes by and drops off this flag, and like that was its purpose. And that was its purpose, yeah. and and it's amazing, and. And like, I want to interview that flag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so I want to take selfies with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so so it's like it's like also so American, like a John Deere hat. Like yeah. Yeah. literally yeah. took it, it, a flag off mm -hmm. of a ship with a John Deere hat. Like so. Uh, and and so so we we've had this flag hanging from from like the very very beginning. And, um, and like we we get like flack from some people that come in and they're like where's your american flag oh, and yeah. and it's so many uh, not so many i have to say there's a lot more people that don't say anything and, but and you, and you don't you never when, know what they're thinking and then when we tell this to they also are just like oh, it's a theme like yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's like you don't go into a mexican restaurant and be like where's the american flag yeah right yeah 
I mean, it, it's like, anyway, it doesn't matter. I wouldn't like, go hey, to that restaurant. Are they rude about <laughs> it when they ask you, hey, Quay, where's the American flag? Are they rude about it? Or uh, it, So some of them are. Like, I've had people where they were just like communists and they just like threw shit. You should have a guy on Why staff for that. I don't know. But <laughs> like, I mean, like somebody need... mentions the flag and be like, oh, Frank, Frank, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a security guard, I mean, yeah. I'll definitely yeah, just hang out. I mean, why so. not? But, pick somebody for you. You won't drink no, no, any of I your mean, product. I, no, I, have to, I have to say, people <laughs> so. have been really generally positive about it. Usually people are like, I love this place so much, but like, where's your American flag? And, and at that point, we try to tell them, we're like, you know, like, I, I understand the, like, I, I understand where you're coming from. If you're like, especially an older American person who went through the Cold War and or like a veteran, yeah, and like fought in like either Vietnam or Korea, and there's like very strong feelings. But like at the same time, like it's it's, it's not it's an something that ex- country. doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, and this is really just like a relic of 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 a former time, and that's that's kind of like our 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 thing. So like at the same time as being kind of a like where we're really like an 80s you know soviet place at the same time it's also a like a huge like testament like not testament but like it's a shrine to my grandfather who's like no longer alive he was making this product mm-hmm. out of peas mm-hmm. um we're now the only distillery in the world making uh products from that's what peas. i was going to ask you yeah. there's nobody else that is no, there's no, no other world. alcohol made from peas so 100% percent like, made, like, they make a lot of different yeah. things yeah like you were talking 1800 before we, we we're <laughs> friends with them so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so so that's 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 like um like like what we were talking with like russia ukraine like that's kind of where we stand like we are trying to do the best we can yeah. um to to help people because um we're also like we're, we're a voice for for the region too like uh, a lot of people are uh, you know definitely for a reason they're kind of stuck in uh like almost like a like a deer in headlights like how do i help how do mm-hmm. you know and you know at, by we're constantly putting out like resources and other like stuff like for people to donate to give us stuff for for us to to donate you know that's that's really the best we can do um and i mean if as we figure like as all this progresses i'm sure like there there'll be other things that we can do but you know, we're all kind of going through this together. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. it's really fascinating. So. The only ones in the world making it out of peas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. it's is there any will, other so, vegetable? So, is there any other vegetables? I mean, so so I guess I, guess I don't. You. I don't know anything yeah, so about you. I was, so I was actually gonna go back like to that. your actual story. Uh, your actual question about oh, why yeah. peas, right? Yeah. So so the reason why my grandfather decided on peas. First of all, my, my grandfather. I want to write a book about this guy one day, uh, because. He was by far one of the coolest people that I've ever heard of. And, like, everyone thinks that my grandfather or, like, their family is the coolest person. Uh, my grandfather, he, um, our, our grandfather, uh, so he, he didn't even graduate from middle school. Like, uh, it was right after the war, you know, like, everyone's gone straight into the workforce. But he was legitimately a genius. Like, he um, was just, at 13, he was building pocket-sized radios. And he would give them to people. Just he figured out how to do it. It was illegal to have mobile radios at that point. He was figuring it out, giving it out to people, um, and then a bunch of other stuff. Built houses, furniture, like just jack of all trades. 
at like, with, like your no, grandfather like, was the plug yeah, yeah. yeah well, so so he, he had no like formal education too yeah, and yeah. and so at some point like he he was married to to her grandma at the time she was working um uh in like an elevator engineering company wow um and um so he actually like like saw in a spy magazine somewhere that someone um like they they had like you know, like they have like the X-ray goggles. You know, like random stupid shit that they have like in those like mm-hmm. like spy yeah, magazines, like the stuff yeah, that doesn't that. actually work, and yeah. no one thinks mm-hmm. it works, but kids do. So he he saw like a blueprint for like a phone tap, and he's like, huh? And he like tried to build it the way that they said it didn't work, obviously. And uh, so he like figured out how to make it work, and so he had a phone tap, what? and so he uh, he started just like messing around with it, and be like, oh, um, the only place because this was. 60s at this point I don't 60s know. I like think. i don't know in the soviet union really no one had like phones like the the way that the people had here so the only people... your grandfather started the kgb didn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I mean... you're watching too much archer <laughs> so so uh he he's like oh you know where they have phones um my uh, my wife's uh, <laughs> office office building so he like came in there started tapping the line seeing if it works and he ended up getting in trouble with them because like the people that were using the phones most were the like the spies like every single building had oh, like wow. so the person that like communicated with the government being like oh this person is like a dissident you know that that's yeah. mm-hmm. and and so he got in trouble like they caught him and they're like oh well we, we can we can either like arrest you and like put you in jail or you could come work for us and so and that sounds and, like a movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's seriously, like, it, like it's insane. And and he, I'm like up, watching it in my head. Right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and he and, and this guy who doesn't even have like a middle school education in in terms of like American like mentality. Like school is more like just K through twelve and like one. School. Are you for hire to tell stories of your grandfather? <laughs> <laughs> we. We uh, we we definitely want to do a lot of stuff about him over the years. Like, I think the book is where it's yeah. at. We, yeah, we were, yeah. we were thinking, I would buy that. Like yeah. we we're thinking, like, even a comic book or something like oh, that. Something would be really cool. You right. should do a comic book about yeah. the distillery because you guys are superheroes. Oh my God. So. Yeah. <laughs> we, it's like so, your grandfather's traveling through you. Like, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if you guys you guys have seen a uh, Dead Rabbit or no. No, but that's is it a movie? So So Dead Rabbit is one of the best bars in the world. Like they constantly make the top list. They're like an Irish pub in um, in New York City, and they're so unpretentious. They're literally like they're Irish pub. Like you walk in, there's like straw on the ground, you know that kind of place. Yeah, and 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 it's like and their first floor is like straight up a pub. Mm -hmm. Second floor is like a high end cocktail bar. Mm -hmm. Oh wow! And and it's like and they're. They're like they're famous for their uh, Irish coffee. Like I, I'm telling you that Irish, Irish coffee, coffee is like better than anything I've ever had. Like yeah, it right. is unbelievable. So a- anyway, they uh, they have like this cool name behind them, Dead Rabbit or whatever, <clears throat> and like this cool logo of like a cool like like cool rabbit guy. And so they decided to make a whole comic book. And, and they're fam- and they're famous for their cocktails too. So they did. A comic book rest of like so one side of the bo- oh, like bar book recipe book. guide yeah, yeah so one side is the comic book the other side are are, are drink recipes yeah. so, so it's, it's like, like you're you're reading through it but oh, also on that. every side That's is like that so, so we're kind of gonna take inspiration from that and see if we can do and see if we can do something like mm-hmm. that with our grandfather and you know as as people are you know loving our drink recipes and like want to do stuff like that yeah like it. We're slowly accumulating, like, you know, a shit ton so of recipes. Um, what was his name? Um, Oleg. O- Oleg, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that works. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm really interested because Maria was saying you guys make mocktails and I want to try all that stuff, but I don't want to drink alcohol. But I'll, I'll know, sit yeah. there. I'll try every single thing you want to make. Yeah. All day well, long. You guys yeah. always come around with the samples. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah, we 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 make our place like really a lot about uh, you know customer service too. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, we're we're still at that stage in our business too. We're 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 so new. Um, so all of us like the the five the five of us the founders we're all pretty much there like every day like and and so it's really really nice because when when you get like your business grows you get very far removed from it. Or if you start a business with a ton of money and then you're just the one sitting in the back doing Mm -hmm. money things and, you know, you have your, like... Basically the financer of a corporation, like a mini, you know? But, like, at our... At our current, you know, and because everything form. is bootstrapped too, yeah. like we're we're like very everyone much. meets us, everyone you know gets to talk to us, everyone asks us questions about our grandfather, all that stuff. So like people feel really like connected to the business, which I I love, and I hope that won't change anytime soon. And I love that you keep to your roots. Like at Christmas time, you have that kind of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> going on. Can you please tell Chris what you did? Because I feel like he'd be really into it. Uh, like the <laughs> that, Wait, right? what? Didn't you have like photo ops with people? Oh, oh yes, yeah. yes. You had a well, Christmas witch. Well, so so <laughs> was Krampus there? Well, so no, but I knew you'd love it. Well, okay, so so a really interesting thing with uh, the the Soviet Union, they were very much <laughs> anti-religion because okay. you know the uh, the religion whole is the the enemy of science right mm-hmm. so so according to the Soviet Union and and that's so the very like first like twenty plus years um they essentially just banned all organized religion and uh so because the people still needed like things to celebrate and because people kept getting arrested putting up like christmas tree okay. type of things they were like let's kind of roll this into like a holiday that's a non-secular holiday where they they turned it they were like okay so it's not going to be new year's and uh it's not going to be christmas anymore we're going to celebrate the new year so, you know. so, so, uh, but essentially stole everything from Christmas. So there's still a New Year's tree. Okay. So, so, so the Christmas tree is still the same. There, there's a Russian version of Santa Claus called Dip Maros that delivers like... gifts to the the boys and girls of the Soviet Union. Um, and and uh, so and he has like um because like he's like a you know a weird old man right uh-huh. to make things a little bit more um so children Friendly. aren't uh, children aren't scared of some old man like approaching them. Um, they like have like a young, you know, beautiful girl named like Snigurichka who's like, it's like, uh, the the female version of Snowman. I don't know, like Snow Woman is okay. like how it translates to, but okay, she's okay. like but she's like the Snow Witch type of thing, yeah. It's girl. So cool. And and I loved it. and uh, <laughs> and she goes ar- around with him. Son of a bitch. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so they. Uh, like this is like this whole like theatrical version of of like Christmas, and uh, uh, oh, but on New Year's now, and uh, so so during uh, we had a holiday bazaar mm-hmm. where um actually actually the same people that do the Asbury Park Bazaar mm-hmm. they they were the ones that like organized, organized it, it yeah. and so so we had all of these like small businesses essentially set up like little tables sell their wares, um and we had I think like six hundred seven hundred people come through in like one day like. It was insane. It was, awesome. it was it was great for us to. I mean, 
I mean, beyond beyond like I I, I love the support that we mm-hmm. gave to like all those people. Like I would one hundred percent do that again because it, it got a lot of new people through the door. Yeah. And uh, and we had like and for once we had a way for people to kind of walk through the back to uh, like through production. Oh. Okay. Uh, because the whole rest of the the place got got so like taken full, up yeah. by by the. Uh, they got taken up by the um, vendors and all the people. We had like the back as like a way to escape, and people would walk through, That's and we would cool. give free samples to people that way, and uh, and do bottle sales. And we sold so many bottles because so many new people came through and they tried our stuff, and they're like, "Wow, like all this is so unique." And that's really what we concentrate on at the distillery. It's like something, yeah, we haven't just talked about. So it's not just the pivaka. We we do. That sounds funny. We, yeah, we, yeah, that yeah. Sounds funny. <laughs> yeah. That we're clipping that and making that a button. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just the pivaka. Yeah. 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 Um, like, oh my god, you have like everything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so we have a, a hopped agave distillate, which so would be our like, version of tequila. So yeah. try it versus your eighteen hundred. I think you'll you'll be. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. Yeah. Okay. So it was okay. that we do we do like a quote unquote um, Soviet rum um, because uh, apparently at, you know during that time period they uh, they had Cuban rum like back when it was um, like Havana Club mm-hmm. was made in Cuba and so uh, they tried to replicate it themselves because it was it was popular but they're like importing in all that. It was they're like, like oh, let's see if uh, the Soviet Union could make a rum like product. Yeah. But you know they didn't care about rules mm. or like they were like they were like yeah that should work type of type of mentality yes so so they didn't have molasses so they faked it with sugarcane and prune juice Ooh. um so that's that's what our our you you've probably had the the my, east the east side the color changing one that's my favorite yes yeah. so that's that's color made that's drink. I love it it's purple it's like yeah. really close, like pink and purple yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so so it's uh it's made with our our Soviet rum. Which legally we can't call rum, and it's it's really funny. We got into a, like a fight, like a little tip with the government about that. Just call it myrrh. Ooh, a fight well, with the government. Yeah. Well, 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 so 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 because because it's not a hundred percent made from sugar cane, um, legally it's it can't be called rum, and we were okay with that. We were like, okay, it's gonna have its own name, and then uh, you know it says specialty like in the description. Spirit. It's bum or something. Well, well, we we actually called that's a shit name. We, we, <laughs> We, you know we, 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 we called it Havana, but spelled in Russian, which looks like Zabaha. So um, we called it that because of the reference to the Cuban and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's and everyone a, we explained it to was like, oh, oh that's really that's cool. Really cool. Yeah. And then so so um, then it says like specialty spirit made from prunes and sugar cane or whatever. Okay. But what I got into a fight with the government about was because, <clears throat> as I said right now, like historically. This is so- something that was made. In the Soviet Union. In the Soviet Union and called, they called it themselves rum, right? They called it, come get your rum. At that point, it's a brand, you know, like a type. Yeah, so so we, uh, on the side, like on the little description panel, we were like, you know, it's this is um, our our take on a Soviet recipe, um, uh, like on their attempt of making rum. Like I just wrote as like as an attempt of making rum, like, which exactly is what it is. Yeah. Um. And they were like, "No, you can't have rum anywhere on the bottle because that's confusing to people." What? Yeah. So, I drank it on Christmas. I actually bought a bottle. Nice. Yeah, I remember you came in. <laughs> well, so we ended up uh, having to write um, based on uh, Soviet recipes for Caribbean style spirits on the bottle. That's what they let us put. Okay. <laughs> How confusing is that? Yeah. That's so confusing. Yeah. But but that's 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 a whole other matter, you know. Uh, 
just like, you know, can like, you call it like rum or like? No, no. So, so can. we we always it's like that and and our our agave distillate that you know is like mm-hmm. tequila. We're always like we're always like. Like like tequila, like, like rum, tequila? like yeah, you know. So yeah. so it's like you know. I, I mean, we so our our whole thing, and everyone that goes to our place really appreciates this. Mm-hmm. Is we don't make normal things like, like almost every distillery that you go to is gonna have a vodka, a whiskey. A if they're fancy, tin, yeah. uh, if they're fancy, maybe a rye. You yeah, know, like yeah. you know, like they'll they, they essentially go through like the motions, and it's because that's what sells, right? That's because they're starting this distillery at the fifty and sixty year mark, right? And and usually them, with they're no trying experience, to make their money back like right away. Mm-hmm. Like and usually mm-hmm. with no experience of them actually distilling ever in their lives, you know, or maybe they made like one run somewhere and someone was like, Oh, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like we came from years and years of experimentation and like a love of this to a point where you know, we knew that we were gonna do this. You know, like yeah. We, yeah. And like I've I've made like really really weird shit like prior to even opening the distillery stuff that I want to remake, but like now I have to kind of figure out how to do. It. Like for example, do you know like uh, sun jokes or Jerusalem artichokes? It's like it's like um. So it's, they're it's like closely related. Vegetable. They're a root vegetable that's closely related to sunflowers. Mm-hmm. So the flavor itself is like really kind of like nutty, nutty and earthy. Um, and so I made that like back when we were like just on the small home home distilling stage, and that was like such a cool. Experience. I love to do that. Now I have to figure out, you know, the logistics of getting. I probably would that need like like, like six hundred pounds of it, you know. Oh, really? So it's like That's a whole. They, they have, <laughs> like, it's a whole other scale. Strawberry Ryan, didn't, didn't they have the biggest strawberry in our last episode? Russia. Jerusalem? No. No. Who had uh, the biggest strawberry? Remember that news story? Hey Google. No, 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 never mind. Yeah, we were doing like crazy news stories, and one mm. of them was on like the big, the, the biggest, sh- yeah, the largest strawberry. And it, it this Jersey. guy knew, um, <laughs> he had to go through like the Guinness Book of World Records, and it's like sat in his freezer for like mm. a year, wow, or more. Yeah, and it was it was giant. It was like eight times like the size of a strawberry. It's like, don't I'm quote me on that, yeah. but probably I'm bigger. Like something like this. Yeah, like, it was like it was, the size was, of a pineapple. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. A, a, a pine strawberry. Uh, those actually exist. Yeah, have you ever had that? What? They're called pine berries. Yeah. yeah. Well, first someone, of all, someone crossbred. I had like the albino strawberry. So no, they, they this, look like that. They look like it. Uh, and, but they're, they're called fuck. pine berries. Yeah. And and they kind of taste Life like a mix real. of pineapple and strawberry. I had a like what universe am I in? I feel like somebody's just in my head, and they're just like all the ridiculous things that I think of. They're just, it's, they're just a thing already. We're, we're in a G, we're, we're in the GMO universe right here. I, I heard that there was I heard that there was grapes that tasted like cotton candy. And yes, I have them. They, Shut up. Where, where what? Right where I live at Samaha's across the street, the farm. They have um. Cotton candy grapes, they're super, super sweet. They only come out once a year at the end of August. Can you please get me, like, 50 pounds of them, please? Shepard has them now. It's not even that weird No, they don't. They Listen, don't. everything, since I came back from South Carolina, everything is different. Like, Dunkin' Donuts started serving hummus toast. <laughs> what? You, 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 yeah. You hopped, you hopped universes. I, I swear to you. Yeah. Everything so is so, like, right backwards now. right now. So, so we, actually, we speaking have, as which, 
We have a gin coming out at the end of this month, and I'm really excited about it because it's gonna be the like, weirdest. Like everything, it's we're like not making, gin. We're not making a normal. No, gin. this one, this one is 100 percent a it's gin. It's still legally a gin, but, but it's nice. gonna be the weirdest gin that you're like, gonna ever what? try. Is Shots. Weird? Is it still gonna taste like a pine tree? No. no, it's gonna have a hint of pine tree. Okay, but it's also gonna have garlic, chives, mushroom. Oh, it's gonna be a savory. savory. It's so cool. I'm into that. Yeah. I really like mushroom tea. It's very uh-huh. earthy. It's gonna yeah. be like that. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it. We're we're trying to work with uh, Drew on this potentially. When's the release? For, from oh, what? That's my hands down favorite restaurant. Yeah. Like, anywhere. I don't care. Drew's Bistro. Yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah, so, so he, he loves uh, like we love him. He he's loves so us. Good. He loves us. He like comes in and he's like fanboys about he us and like play. yeah, yeah. Know. Waterfront exactly. Like, I'm fanboying. Right? Shout out to Drew. Oh, yeah, it's a, yeah. like a Cajun style restaurant. You would love it's it. We're and it's like reasonable prices yes. for so much and food. It's for your own, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, like, you see the prices, and you're just like, "Oh, this is a little expensive." But then, like, the portion size comes out for like how nice of a restaurant is. Mm-hmm. It's like massive. You Huge. leave there just ro- like you roll out and of there. Like oh. the pork of the day, like what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and and so come on out to the distillery. We can uh, we can do a small visit to uh, yeah. Cruise. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I want to come hang out in your place so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I keep telling you, I'm drinking every mocktail you have. Yeah. <laughs> well, Chris we'll, is gonna we'll, do we'll, is we'll just start making them side up for quest. You too, like yeah. mocktail yeah. reviews. Yeah. Please, please, please. <laughs> can you have your own mocktail channel of you just going to different <laughs> d- different I, venues and? I would do that. That's cool. A thousand percent. <laughs> mocktails, yeah. Mocktails with Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you just dress all fancy and like have a mocktail. Oh yeah, you have to wear like. Yo, I'm filming this. I could dress like uh, that dude from uh, Hunger Games. <laughs> I didn't watch that. <laughs> There's a lot of dudes the, in Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah waiters. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just pictured you in like a tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah, just dress like Lucifer, bro. <laughs> you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just you'd like it. it's all black, red, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'll check it out. I'm your producer. Okay. Um. So really so sorry. In. So we're a team. So yeah. to get all the way back to yeah. the question again about peas, oh, we sorry, just sorry. keep <laughs> getting so distracted. <laughs> uh, no, because it, it it is actually really cool. We um. So, this uh, the second prohibition, Gorbachev starts rationing vodka, and everyone starts home distilling. You know, making their, you know, their sugar shine, which is super easy. That's what they were doing a lot here as well. Take sugar, ferment that. It's the easiest way and distill it. It's yeah. the easiest way to make alcohol. It really is very harsh usually, and not like the most pleasant thing to drink. But it'll get when you drunk. It'll do the job, yeah. right? <laughs> That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Mask it and other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so the government realized pretty soon after putting a prohibition that everyone's just as drunk because everyone's moonshining, and so they start rationing sugar. Right? They start rationing whatever is easy to make alcohol oh, out of. Man. And our grandfather, who's like I mentioned, this genius, who, yeah. who like. Even, like, in his spare time, like, this guy was kooky. Like, he would have, like, his friends drop him off in random places in Russia 
Um, like in like because Russia is like the biggest expan oh, like expanse of like right. woods and you know every like the natural oh, like part of it. And he would like kayak and and like try to make his way back. No, he was the first reality show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. basically. He'd be like, just drop me in the woods and I'll try to find. And my I'll I'll figure out my way back. And he would be That's mapping it while badass. he's going. Yeah, like he he would map it out because he didn't trust Russian maps. He would like <laughs> remap everything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, because I forgot somewhere along the line. How do you know all this? So, uh, about so, our, our so grandfather? So our mom and our grandmother, like, so so our grandfather actually, like, really tragically, like, he passed when we were on our way back to actually meet him. So we were born in Moscow, but we left when we were six months old. So, okay. so we, we lived yeah. here. We left with our mom and our grandmother. He stayed behind because he had a cushy government job. He was one of the head elevator engineers for the entire Soviet Union at that point. You know, like, he did all the missile silos, space program elevators, like, all these different things. He was, like, one of the most top-secret people. And and he found, um, like, uh, anyway, he stayed behind, and we were on our way to visit him after hearing all about him for, like, the first, like, you know, six, seven years of our lives. We were mm -hmm. on our way to visit him, and while we were flying over, he actually passed away. So, so we never like, truly like got to meet him. The, it was like literally not meant to be, but like everyone like we that, landed and our mom had to like deal, deal with, with like all the, the funeral funerals arrangements. and everything. Yeah. So like, wow. But like so it's sorry. it's well that's the thing. Like I I I feel sorry. Like for uh, like because he he's such a like um such a like an immense like character. Like every every person he's ever interacted with, like our mom would tell us like um he would go anywhere and he would leave with like. 30 new best friends because Aww. everyone wanted to spend time with him. Everyone loved him. Yeah. Um, and so like additionally, um, he, he would, he would always, um, I don't know where I was going with that. I mean, no, like, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm getting a little contact. High at this yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. No, 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 dude. All good, dude. All good. Um, no, but he, uh, he was the reason why he even started distilling out of peas oh. is because because he knew there was yeah. like a complex starch in that yeah. and peas um i mean honestly peas i would say are the future of distilling slash brewing in a lot of different ways like and i think going forward like like quote me on this in 10 years there's going to be a ton more people doing it peas are carbon negative because they add nitrogen back into the soil so there are rotation crops like uh so you need you need to grow things like soy or pea in between other crops right, in order in order to keep yeah, yeah without yeah. having to add like, like especially like, for so rather than wasting you can produce yeah, you another product and which yeah mm -hmm. so um he realized the russian climate is perfect for peas and they were a big thing that were grown during the soviet union so he realized, you know what's never going to disappear? What can never be rationed? Peas, right? Mm -hmm. And he loved entertaining all of his best friends. He loved entertaining everyone that came by. And he wanted to keep having people come by. So he was like, everyone buy up all the, you know, split peas that you can get on bring store shelves. Bring it here. Let's make vodka. And then he had, at some point, he had like KGB agents coming to his house yeah, to drink so vodka, amazing. you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> so like. That's such wow. a movie. Yeah, I watch that movie for real. Right, yeah. and and that's and that's like, like the, well, in the future you could read that book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm reading that. Like 
we have so much like to honor him and so like besides just like the soviet union the soviet union is like like the the 80s soviet theme of our place is really just a shell like the the main purpose of everything is to honor him and mm. like what he was doing like we have like like literally if you walk around we have like cabinets with like little pictures of him yeah. uh he's on like one of our bottles like there's like a, it's the product that we're like most proud of too Wait, like the one which that one? it's called uh the Gorovka one the that's, one that's like tastes very much like peas oh. because we we made two different product out of peas we made a vodka which is pretty neutral so, so the, in its base. the vodka the vodka is a side product so uh so immediately from the beginning so uh be, being like the distiller um i knew and just talking to everyone like Vodka is something that moves. People recognize vodka. They know vodka and they'll buy it. No one's going to be buying like an aged pea spirit, you know, right off the bat without education, without education. Like they, you need to like slowly build that out. You need to like have people create the brand, have people become brand ambassadors Mm -hmm. of like this really weird product. Yeah. You know, so. And so like the main product we were trying to make was this Gorovka, this thing that was the closest thing to what he was making. Because I can tell you from the distilling perspective, making vodka is difficult. There's a reason why most distilleries do not make their own vodka. They usually if, if, bring if, their own. Yeah, uh, it, they bring other people's vodka in yes. and then slap their label on so, it. I mean, we're not going to like call out certain brands, but like mo- I can tell you most most places in New Jersey do not make vodka. Um, it's also much cheaper to not make your own vodka. I can tell you that. Like, because it's like there's a there's a big plant in Indiana that's like pushing out like millions of gallons of like of, a day. Like they have that capability, and because of that, you know, uh, everything is going to to uh, like other companies that are like, you know what? I I'm I'm passionate about whiskey. I'm not passionate about vodka. So most places like that's that's a real reason. It's like most people are like if I can spend nothing and get like a vodka on our, on my shelves and and, and put you know, my own fund label on it. and fund you know ourselves through our whiskey production until yeah. we get there, like that's what most people do. That's, so I don't blame them. It makes sense. But like as a Soviet distiller, we were like, there's no way that we're ever gonna do that. We like, need we, to make we're everything gonna make from our scratch. own vodka. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm gonna take the same recipe that I do for the Gorovka. And then turn it into a vodka because vodka can be made from anything. The only rule of thumb and the, the thing that makes vodka difficult is that it needs to be distilled to ninety five percent ABV, um, and and that that is the cutoff. So once it's distilled to ninety five percent, it's considered neutral because with five percent left over, most of which is water, it's not going to taste like anything. Mm-hmm. It's and so that's the starting place, and then they cut it down to forty percent, which is like the typical vodka. So by adding all that water additionally, you end up with a pretty neutral spirit. Usually. Do you ever make anything like super high octane? You ever try? Well, I mean, everything comes off the still like that. So I try everything, and then I decide, you know, what what percentage I want to keep everything. Do we need to put this down further down? Like the the one with our grandfather's picture on it, it goes in a barrel at 60%, and it stays in a barrel until we pull it out, and then we dilute it to 55%. So it's pretty strong, you know? And but we we leave it at that at that ABV mm-hmm. on purpose because we mm-hmm. think that a lot the of flavor, yeah. And so it drinks like now that we've had like all this time to pr- really perfect like the way that it works. It's also coming out of the barrel, and every single time it comes out of the barrel, we're doing like a really unique thing. So instead of having just like a singular, um, like a bunch of like 
like a hundred barrels and we're pulling like all right we bottle this entire barrel we bottle this entire barrel we have a massive barrel that's like essentially three times the size of a barrel and we're pulling a certain amount of that barrel mm -hmm. out and topping it off with new spirit mm -hmm. so technically the age statement will never go up but the average age of everything in that uh, in that barrel goes going to keep going up keep keep goes keep going up and so this way because wave... in 20 years like uh, you know even if you're if even if we were pulling half the barrel every single time we did it in 20 years there would still be some okay. stuff in there that's 20 yeah. years old oh, right uh, we're not pulling half. We're pulling like ten percent of so, the barrel so, at a time. So, so, like, there legitimately is like such a massive difference from the first two times we pulled it, and it was only three months different. Yeah. Like it, and we get to actually observe that as mm -hmm. we go. You know, twenty years from now, the flavors coming out of it. I'm like really excited. Mm -hmm. You know, and at that point, we'll probably so need to add a couple yeah. more. You know, to keep up with demand. Hopefully, at that point. But, yeah. um, but. It's it's like a really really like cool unique process that is like now starting to come up places, but we figured that the like this is like the perfect use case scenario for this product that mm -hmm. we're only now building the audience for. Right, that's genius. Yeah, um, and so that was always the main 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 goal. The vodka, we were just like you know people are gonna it's buy a vodka. happy accident, and and so and so we we. Um, Sorry, we, guys. We, <laughs> we, we realized, yeah, you're, you're yawning a lot, man. So much. Yeah. It's usually, uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get like that too. I get like yeah. after they smoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so, so typically, uh, typically with vodka, it is fairly neutral. And we were like, you know what? This, this will sell pretty well. Um, we realized that by by making the the vodka out of the same material that we we're making Gorovka out of, we're saving a ton of money on um, buying mass quantities of peas, yeah. which is just massive. Like for for this is why like uh, economies of scales exist. Like mm -hmm. um, this is why a company, I don't know, like let's say Smirnoff or something like mm -hmm. that, they're probably paying like even like tenth of what we're paying because they're buying that much of whatever the yeah. bottles everything and everything has its own yeah. you know diminishing value so we were like you know if we're only making this garofka product like once a year you know because the demand isn't there we're gonna be spending up the ass for all the ingredients yeah. for it would rather turn it into a vodka as well um because vodkas are typically neutral and yeah. and people will buy it because it's the only well, yeah. vodka and also they come and, in and they're looking for vodka they are they're like you're a vodka like, distillery right yeah. mm -hmm. and we're like but you have everything i bought your coffee yeah yes. yeah the coffee time. it's amazing yeah. yeah uh we we're super excited about that one and it's like potentially presenting like some yeah some I, cool I don't know. new things I, we're not going to talk about it well but. we can we can yeah, we okay. can probably mention it yeah, yeah yeah do you guys know the wu-tang line <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they ain't nothing to fuck with. Um, yeah, so um, Ghostface Killer of the Wu Tang Clan has a brand of coffee. Just put out a coffee called Killer oh, Coffee. No and, way. And and he is interested in doing a coffee liqueur through us. One of my friends. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Cool. I mean, we're, we're not sure. We're not sure if anything is happening yet. They yeah. they they asked for twenty bottles to like just. To, you to know, kind of test with, the market with. But they, they, they've tried the product that we've made for them with this coffee, and they're like, this is amazing. Please do a Wu-Tang night. Yeah. So they had, they had actually offered that, like, if this all goes through, 
they would do like a concert a, a at concert at our place amazing okay, that's yeah amazing yeah. right so my friend who's in a band called the mutt breakers he just did a bunch of artwork for him really like portraits of him cool. and, oh that's uh, really cool yeah he's out of long island Really cool that he's like in touch with the community and like yeah. Really cool <laughs> well, so, so uh, do you know like gourmet Italian delights? Yeah. So um, Chad, his brother or his brother or cousin? His brother. His brother is apparently the manager for Ghostface Killer, um, and so and and so um, like Chad. Uh, Chad came by, bought a few bottles, was like, "This is amazing," and it was like went on a huge rant on like social media about it, and and obviously his brother reached out, was like. You know we're putting out this coffee, right? Like, like this would be like, cool. And we're, and we're like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, you guys like are little, awesome. These little like you know <laughs> things. I'm super stoked. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like swimming in the information. Yeah, and it's it's right nothing now. that's like. Sometimes people talk, and I'll be honest, it's just like I'm a real just, person. Like, yeah, sometimes yeah. I'll like I'll be like, oh, there's a piece of weed on the carpet or something, yeah. and I haven't <laughs> stopped listening to you guys at all. Watching their mouth. <laughs> I'm you. I'm literally fucking. It's like a movie in my head. This is awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, we're we, we're like really really happy like to be invited like on on like you you guys need like really like. Like we got connected through through Maria. Like this is this is awesome. Like, I yeah. had to have you guys on. I live in Aberdeen. Maria is awesome. Beach for a while, but like as soon as Fucking you tried that out myself. Like, people needed a spot oh, shit. like this. Like All I'm right. just so stoked that you moved in there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely a thousand percent very soon gonna be coming hanging out. Sounds good. Yeah, same yeah, here. For yeah. sure. You guys are rad. I honestly, yeah. my brain is in a puddle right now. I can see it. Your head's on fire right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I came not well rested, but like, you know, I, I thought you were showered that. for once. I, <laughs> I didn't do that yet today. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, usually I'm like a germ and I just like, you know, dust on in here. Today I like got ready and like did my thing and went to Lacey and came back. I feel good. I got a massage. Yeah, yeah, we heard. We heard. It's not a real massage. So <laughs> You've come from somebody who's never had a massage. I'm going on Wednesday. You can't speak on it's that just topic. For the same me, person? No. For no. me, going into the mall and getting a massage behind a little paper thing is it's just not weird. behind a paper thing. No, it's not like that. It's, it's not like that. They sit out front and they're like, "Oh, massage." Today I had this dude. I forget his name. Um, <laughs> yeah, edit that out, Chelsea. No. No, I don't think I will. Um, <laughs> this dude was like pretty small in size, right? So he had his what his little foot so it didn't really stool. hurt that much, right? You were no, used to it, so he had of... his elbow like on oh, like he went elbow in there, and then he had this roller, and I've never like been massaged by somebody with like props. It was like this. It was like a little wheel, like gotcha. hard as shit. I don't think I've ever had that done. Bring, and, bringing toys into the yeah, yeah. He, he was in the toy play. Uh, I was totally all about it. Um, and then at the end, like you know how like you get an adjustment after, and they you know sometimes it's a little struggle. But like he just went like this. He was like cracked my whole neck. Nice, easy. But 
before that, I almost violently shit my pants. <laughs> you what? And on that note, <laughs> thank you so much, Max and Alex. We appreciate you. Yeah, you guys thanks are for coming. Amazing. Seriously, and I will be down, and I'm going to try all the drinks you got. Seriously. Awesome. No, guys, awesome. no thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you guys, guys for having us. Yeah, yeah for sure. And We're going to have to start they... listening to more of your stuff. Cause... Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, no. This, this is not very enjoyable, yeah. and, and I can only imagine. About... Everything we talked about will be in the link in the description. Okay. So everything, you know. Yeah, guys, sure donate. Get, go check them yeah. out. Uh, Sunday, Sundays, you guys do like uh, the walkthroughs. Sundays yes. we do tours. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday night is the so, music. Yeah, the the the, the, the Russian balaika. And then Friday, Saturday, and they Friday got pee vodka. Pee vodka, yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out. They're the only ones in the world with pee vodka. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try a little. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, guys. So, guys, thank you so much. Right. Follow us, you know, subscribe, all that stuff. Bye. Connect with the Two Cloud and Mind Show. Follow them on Instagram and TikTok at the underscore number two underscore clouded underscore minds underscore show at the number two clouded on Twitter and the Two Cloud and Mind Show on Facebook. Get the Two Cloud of Mind Show podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, subscribe to their YouTube channel and hit that notification bell.